Have you missed us? Welcome back to season two. Hello, everyone, and a huge welcome back to Easier with a Friend. We're coming back at you from our extended break, and we're so excited to be hanging out with everyone again. As always, I am Chi, and this is Elaine. And today, we're going to do a recap of what's been happening during our summer off. Yeah, we originally set the goal of being back from our break in July, which obviously didn't happen because life happened. (laughs) So we pushed the date back a couple of times, but then we decided that we should really just do what we had originally thought about and create actual seasons for our podcast. So going forward, we are going to be in season from October until May and taking the summer off to spend more time with family and creating new content. However, we're sure our steady listeners are probably wondering What did y'all do all summer? So we wanted to do a catch-up episode today and fill everyone in on what we've been up to. So jumping right into it, Chi, what have you been up to all summer? Yeah, I have two daughters, elementary school age. So during the summer, they are off and it does present a challenge in terms of finding free time between my full-time job and having the girls home. So Mm -hmm. I spent most of my summer just doing a lot of things with them. And Mm -hmm. this summer, I got into a bit of a gardening. It was so much fun. (laughs) I've never really grown anything. And so it was such a challenge. But we were able to successfully grow some cucumber, some lettuce, and some herbs. And we were able to make really fresh spring rolls all summer from our garden. It is so delicious. I tell you, it's a lot of work, but your vegetables taste so sweet and fresh when you pluck them (laughs) from the garden and eat them. And so all summer long, the girls and I really enjoyed our garden. The other thing, and it is somewhat related, is I started getting really into houseplants. Okay, so that doesn't sound like much of a hobby, But there is a whole community of people out there who are just all about houseplant life. And they have Mm -hmm. huge collections that could sometimes cost thousands of dollars for a cutting of a particular houseplant. I'm not there yet. I've got just some of the most basic stuff. Basically, I went to my local Lowe's and saw some houseplants that were in the clearance aisle that were looking kind of kind of sad but i decided hey it's probably not going to make it it's in the clearance aisle because it's <laughs> half dying and so if i killed it because i'm not very good with keeping plants alive but if i killed this i'm not as guilty i don't feel as bad for killing mm-hmm. it but in any case i adopted about i'm up to now 14 house plants what? Yes, yes, up to 14 houseplants. <laughs> and so now that my summer garden, the growing season is over, right. I have now switched to adopting houseplants and trying to rescue them from the clearance aisle at my I local see. home improvement. A noble cause. <laughs> Very necessary work in this world. More green to create more oxygen, converting carbon. I I, I like that you're kind of offsetting your carbon footprint here with the houseplant rescue. So I'm into it. I support. And just so our listeners know, 
she has been sending to our group chat pictures of her cucumbers all summer. (laughs) So, (laughs) So I did indeed know that that was going on. But honestly, sometimes, and this summer in particular, it just really felt like time was running away from us the entire time. Like it just flew by. And for those of you who don't know, I mean, she's a girl boss. So it's not just that she has a full-time job. She also has a part-time job that she didn't mention. (laughs) And then the kids are home all summer and she wants to, you know, have interactive activities that they can do. So that's why they did the garden. And she didn't mention, which y'all don't know, but of course I do, that they also set up a fish tank this summer, right? We did. We did. And I was somewhat ambitious and decided that along the same line as growing the garden and having house plants, <laughs> I was going to do a planted aquarium, meaning use real live plants in them. Mm-hmm. And so far it's been going well, although it took us quite a while to find a beta that was nice enough to live with our snail and our neon tetras and our shrimp. She had some beta drama over the summer. Yes. And then (laughs) I finally was able to find a beta that had just the right temperament. Turns out he has ick. And so (laughs) for a good chunk of the past three weeks, we've been treating our whole tank for ick, which is a parasitic disease that very common in fishes, but it they have these mm-hmm. little white dots on them. In any case, we've turned the corner. Everybody made it through the treatments, which I'm very happy about. Remind me, he was your third or your fourth beta? Fourth. Yep. yep. Just so our listeners know, she didn't like toss the other betas down the garbage or something. They got they got adopted back by the store. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and they found other homes. So, yeah. so the all the all the other betas are fine. It just took a while for them to find a beta who wasn't going to bully the other inhabitants of the tank, which is also important. Yeah. So if you are thinking about having tech mates for your beta, it is possible, but it's very fish dependent. A good starting place would be to find one with a big tail because it makes them slow as a swimmer. <laughs> and so it gives the other inhabitant a better chance to get away if they were. But yeah, so I had an eventful summer with the girls. We had a lot of fun. They really enjoyed the garden. They really enjoy, I mean, our whole family, including my husband, we're just really loving the fish tank. So I'm, I'm pretty happy. That's what about good. you, Elaine? What have you been up to? Well, funny enough, I also spent part of my summer battling an ick outbreak in our tank. Oh, okay. (laughs) She and I did not apparently know about each other's ick outbreaks. I knew about the tank. (laughs) I didn't know y'all have been battling an ick outbreak. It's really funny sometimes how lives parallel. We also spent part of the summer setting up our new fish tank, except that she's got a nice little tabletop tank, Mm -hmm. I think, which is how many gallons is it? Like 10 gallons? Mine? Mine is a five gallons. Five gallons. So this summer we set up our new 110 gallon saltwater tank. <laughs> slightly bigger, <laughs> just just slightly. <laughs> uh, 25 times larger than Jesus. <laughs> My husband is very into saltwater fish tanks. The fish are almost secondary to the coral in our tanks, but we love them both. We had originally had a 43 gallon 
saltwater tank, which we still have. We kept it now as kind of a backup system where we can quarantine new fish, new corals, so they don't transfer any diseases because as you have heard, both Chi and I battled an ick out. (laughs) (laughs) But luckily our routine was only 10 days long. The fish all got better, didn't lose any fish to the ick. So I'm very, very happy about that. But of course the tank setup was just a whole ordeal. And my husband had at the beginning of the summer, very seriously entertained the idea of moving oh, like houses mm-hmm. so that we could have a tank that was bigger than our 43-gallon <laughs> tank. That's how much he loves saltwater aquariums, everyone. I'm not even joking. And so the thing is, we live in one of those four-story homes mm-hmm. where the downstairs is only the garage and the guest room. So the main living space, which is the kitchen, living room, and dining room is on the second floor. But for those of you considering getting a fish tank, when you're on the second floor, you obviously cannot put as much weight because tanks are extremely heavy with the water and the rocks and everything Mm -hmm. that goes into them. And you have to worry about, is there enough support on my second floor to support a tank this big. So there's a whole like square footage per pound calculation on how much tank you can have. But so the beginning of the summer, he very seriously contemplated getting a new house. And I was kind of like, well, we maybe have kind of outgrown this climbing to the second floor with your groceries and the dogs and all that stuff is just a whole challenge of its own. Yeah. So I said, well, probably getting a house with first floor living where the kitchen is actually on the first floor Mm -hmm. really would be a longer term solution. And then this year, the market has just been so crazy. Yeah. I was like, but do we really want to buy the peak when the market is really hot like this? And the prices I was seeing, I just can't justify paying that price for the the home. And he didn't want to sell this home either. He just wanted to turn it into a rental. So we were not even looking at getting the equity out of this home and putting it into a new home. So I said, what about we compromise and we get a bigger, but not quite as large tank. (laughs) And maybe that will just satisfy that itch for a few more years while we think about possibly building a home or whatever. So That's how we arrived at the tank conclusion. So it's been an eventful fish summer, to say the least. I also turned 40 this year in June. Yeah. And we had a huge party. And I'm very grateful that Nick, my husband, refused to let me do any work. He insisted that we had to hire help. Mm -hmm. Because I was in this real funk about whether or not I wanted to do a birthday this year. Not because I was turning 40. She knows I love to celebrate my birthdays every year. (laughs) No matter what the age, the number is not the important thing. The important thing was that, you know, with COVID still lingering and it was kind of right when Delta was starting to peak its head, I was just like, man, should we, is this the time to throw a party? I know... Almost everyone we know is vaccinated, but, and I was just 
couldn't decide if I wanted to have it at a restaurant or have it at home. I legit decided the week before my birthday. And then I called my very good friend slash my wedding caterer, Jason. And I said, yo, can I throw a party in 10 days? And how much would it cost me to have you cater everything? (laughs) So anyway, we did that. We had the party. I also took a trip to New York I think towards the end of June. I don't even remember now when I went. It was just a two, three day trip. Uh, Ayn actually went with me. She's been a guest on one of our previous episodes. Mm-hmm. And it was just, a, you know, wanted to go and eat the food and enjoy however small the traveling that we could do. And we were very careful and we were both vaccinated and we both masked up. And it was really good actually, because we had a, Good time. I mean, although I will say I will probably not visit New York City in the summertime ever again. (laughs) Let's just say our subway stop, the one closest to our hotel, was a revelation in how stinky (laughs) subway stops could get. That's all I'm going to say. It was terrifying. (laughs) Did you also go to Las Vegas? We did go to Las Vegas, and that was in August. That was for Nick's birthday, actually. So we did that. But the other thing that occupied my summer, my mother actually got a uh, breast cancer diagnosis this summer. But we were very, very lucky. I recognized how fortunate she was. It was stage zero. So she basically, if she had a mastectomy on the side where they found the tumor, she did not have to do any chemo or any radiation. So it's really best case scenario, honestly, in that regards. And she actually opted to have a double mastectomy. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this was in July. And the reason, so I think a lot of people ask me like, oh my gosh, like, well, it's only stage zero. Is she sure she wants to do that? Even her doctor, when we went in for the surgery said, I just want you to know, I am not one of those doctors who push patients to like do more than is necessary for their surgery. And she's like, I told her we have options and she wanted to have them both removed. And I said, yes, no worries. I understand. She explained it all to me and I support her decision. And I did because what my mom told me was basically that she didn't really care about having just one side or the other side or whatever. But also her sister actually passed away from breast cancer. It's probably been six, seven years now. I can't remember the exact time frame, but knowing that she had the breast cancer, you know, she's 68 this year, I think. And so she was like, well, if I do it this year, I'm still young enough where, yeah, the recovery will suck, but it won't be terrible. But if I, let's say, don't do that and I get breast cancer on the other side, when I'm 80, the recovery when I'm 80 is going to look a lot different, right? Which is totally true. But also, (laughs) but also before she had the mastectomy, of course, she had to get a mammogram and do her standard checkup this year. And she was like, God, mammograms just suck. They hurt so much. So she had asked her doctor if she only did the single mastectomy, what would future care look like? And her doctor said, well, of course, you'll every year you still have to do a mammogram on the other side. And my mom was like, oh, they take them both. <laughs> like, why am I coming back to do maintenance for like the single side? You know, I could really just do both and it'll just be balanced. I just wear like a padded bra from now on. 
So that's what she's done. And she's, she recovered really well. Thank goodness. My brother actually came down from Seattle for a few days and helped out. And so he was here hanging out. It was really good to see him because due to COVID, I have not seen him in my goodness, like two years nearly. So it was really cool to have him down here to help out. And she recovered wonderfully. So that was awesome. So we had an eventful summer. I also sadly had a couple of funerals to attend. I know a lot of people have passed away from COVID this summer. So that's been kind of tough in that regards. And definitely for our listeners, if you are going through the same thing, I mean, again, we believe here at Easier with a Friend that mental health is super important. So definitely take care of yourself, do whatever you need to do to like, pick yourself up. If you need to talk to somebody, we hope you have somebody that you're talking to. And uh, yeah, fingers crossed that the fall, I think hopefully will all get easier with all of that. So. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Just like you were saying about not being able to see your brother physically because of COVID. But I think because of all the different types of technology we have now, we can still be there for each other as friends Mm -hmm. and I think we've made it a point to keep in touch and ask each other about our day. And obviously we didn't discuss the ick for the fishes, but <laughs> many <laughs> other more <laughs> events were shared. And that just seemed kind of mundane to share with you. And <laughs> clearly you thought the same about your fishes, but I think while you're currently going through it, mine was not that long ago, but probably like three weeks ago was when I was battling yeah. the ick you know, for 10 days. So Yeah, I think it's a great point to make that as friends, you can always be there for each other, even if you can't physically be there mm-hmm. in person. Yep. And I mean, honestly, you guys have saved my sanity more than once. So it's definitely, I think, going through what we collectively as people are going through with the pandemic and everything. I think it's super important to keep your friends close. And though you may not be able to see each other as often as you like, because obviously, now that she lives in Colorado and we don't want her traveling back and forth and we're not traveling back and forth unnecessarily Mm -hmm. then so video chats and just regular chats like Facebook messenger chat that we use that we catch up on every day and keep in touch with and that's super helpful I think to know that somebody out there is thinking of you Once again, we've reached the end of this week's episode. We appreciate all of you so much for tuning back in. Now that we're back from break, remember to tune in weekly for new episodes. And as always, if you've enjoyed this episode, maybe take some time to reach out to a friend today. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any new episodes. Follow us on Instagram at Easier with a Friend, on our Facebook page, Easier with a Friend or email us at easierwithafriend at gmail.com.